Hello and welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you, it is also me. So here we are, week three, episode three of Tell Me on a Sunday. I'm going to have to do it. Tell me on a Sunday, <laughs> please. This week, we are talking about booze, alcohol. Um, I wanted to bring together all of the episodes or a number of the episodes where I talk about alcohol. It has been a part of my life since, oh God, well, I'll tell you what my earliest memories of alcohol are. I remember being about 10 and going to see my nanny Walsh, lovely nanny Walsh, lovely Irish nanny Walsh. And she would give us, uh, me and my brother, four cans of Courage Light Ale and a packet of 20 Ronson cigarettes to take home to my dad. And I don't know why my dad didn't come with us to see his own mother, but he just didn't. So we would be transporting booze um, (laughs) in a little carrier bag. It was probably fine. And then I probably had... My first drink when I was about 13, 14, and then probably got outrageously drunk for the first time when I was about 14, 15. Um, It was all a bit wild, really. And my worst, when I've been at my absolute worst, there has been alcohol involved. So, you know, I think, well, many of us who have... (laughs) Anyone who's ever had a drink, anyone who's ever been leathered knows that you are not going to um, cover yourself in glory when you've drunk a bottle of Thunderbird. It's just not going to happen. And throughout my life, I have had, um, I don't know, an on and off relationship with alcohol, I suppose. Um, And there have been times when I haven't drunk at all. And there have been times when I've drunk far too much. And it is a topic which I talk about a fair bit and examine throughout these episodes that you're going to hear. So you're going to get one, two, three, four, five, there's six, six episodes, but they're all quite short that range from uh, feeling monstrously hungover and telling myself that Prosecco is not my friend through to the joy of sober sleep. That is something that... I have discovered as I've got older, my God, you sleep better when you haven't had a drink. So have a listen to these. Let me know what you think. I have noticed a real upsurge in um, people saying they're sober curious and organisations having sober networks. And I know LinkedIn, uh, someone that I know that I've interviewed that works at LinkedIn, she um, did a session on sobriety um, in her workplace. I mean, be sober at work unless your job requires you to not be sober. I can't think of one where that's the case. Um, Yeah, be sober at work uh, because no good is ever going to come of it if you're drunk in the workplace. Um, Yeah, but she did run a session internally on sobriety and it was really interesting because she said a couple of years ago, People like, absolutely not, no interest in that. But now it has changed. So um, I'd love to hear from you and hear what you think. And if you enjoy 
this Tell Me on a Sunday episode, please give it a share around. Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. This is a podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can talk to you and say, it's okay. It isn't just you. It is also me. Thank you for the well wishes yesterday. Day 116 yesterday. Also my birthday. Also Earth Day as well. So we celebrated by switching everything off. Um, No, we celebrated by going out for dinner at a beautiful restaurant right on the river with very nice food. And nobody said twat, but our son did read the menu and go, ah, it says chestnut jizz. Um, But for those of you that (laughs) go to restaurants, you'll know that it's not chestnut jizz. It's chestnut jus. Uh, so that was funny and we had a really lovely time and I ate three courses and had a very nice glass of champagne and then had a couple of very nice glasses of wine uh, and yeah we did a good bit of people watching which is always fun um, and nobody disgraced themselves um, I almost embarrassed myself I don't know well let's see what you think about this so when you're in a restaurant and you're like, now we have finished, and please may we have the bill, please and thank you. And the bill arrives, and you say, yes, that is fine. Um, I'd much rather they just like rock up with the um, machine. Yeah, they bring you the bill, bring the machine so I can pay you, because we finished, and it was delicious, and we would like to show our appreciation by paying you promptly. But they give you the bill, and then they walk off, and then they get distracted by tables like the one next to ours, where they were caning through their drinks and had got to the point where they were waving a bottle of wine in the air to um, have more wine brought to them and I thought oh I just want to to go because we've had a lovely dinner and we're going to meet some friends Um, and I went to get up and go and pay and I was putting my coat on uh, because we'd been sat there for five minutes or so (laughs) god what a princess and as I was putting my coat on the uh, the man came back with the machine oh yeah yeah I just sort of styled it out, you know, like you would style it out when you trip, when you walk. And then just go, yeah, I meant to do that. Um, But it was very, very nice. And um, so we got home and our friends arrived with a bottle of rosé Prosecco. And I said, well, we we must open that, definitely. But I've forgotten that Prosecco is not my friend. Probably not your friend either. If you're in your 40s, not your friend. There comes a point where all that fizz is just not good for your stomach it's not good so you know especially when you're putting that on top of a three-course dinner oh christ i should have had a a digestif um but instead i had half bottle of prosecco and my friend had also bought a gift i put a picture of it on my socials um and she said it 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 does say it might be a bit yellow and uh, the gift that she brought with her was um some homemade gin that looks a lot like a urine sample. Um, go and have a look on my Facebook or Instagram. It looks like she bought me a bottle of piss. Um, it also looks like she bought me a half-drunk bottle of piss because the amount that she made was smaller than the bottle into which she was decanting it. Um, but yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's labelled with love, made with love, looks like piss, doesn't taste like piss though.
um, is called sunshine. So it's liquid sunshine, which is lovely, which is what my father-in-law used to call, uh, if he'd had a nice, a nice beer, he'd say, oh, that was liquid sunshine. It's a bit of liquid sunshine. Um, yes, and I woke up in the night with an acid stomach. Oh, God. And all like dry mouth, acid stomach, blocked sinuses. I mean, it is, it, it's a sign, isn't it? It's like stop with the Prosecco, Tony. And um, I was telling my friend about this and she went, ah, I think the problem is it's not the Prosecco per se. It's whether it's organic or not. And I have heard a little bit of this where um, people are switching to organic wines as a means to avoid um, feeling crappy the next day. I mean, I suppose you could just not drink, but it's my birthday. What's a girl to do? I might buy an organic bottle and try that tonight for purely for research purposes. And then I can report back to you. Um, but yeah, lovely evening. Woke up feeling shady. Had to have a bag of salt and vinegar crisps and a, a, a Fanta to make me feel a little bit more normal and it's not even like you know when you used to get crashing hangovers oh my god I've had some beasts of a hangover in my 30s I think that's when sort of 20s it was always like yeah Karen is normal um yeah 30s and yeah I mean I've had some banging hangovers but this is I think almost feels worse it's just a general sense of malaise caused by fizz mm, no fizz this evening no 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 uh i reckon we're about there this can be short and sweet today because the sun is still shining and it's squeezing squeezing the last drop anyone that's got kids squeezing the last drop uh, of that easter holiday so what do i hope for you I hope that if you have a drink tonight, you don't wake up feeling a bit shady tomorrow. That's what I hope for you. And I will be back to check tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed the podcast, please give it a share. And uh, yeah, come and chat to me on Facebook at Tony J Kent or on Instagram at Tony underscore J underscore Kent. Bye bye. And welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and say, thank God for that, it's not just me. And I speak to you and say, it's not just you, it is also me. I am a bit hungover. You can quite possibly hear that in my voice. And I've been conducting a kind of experiment where, <laughs> an experiment, I have not been drinking at home, but I have gone out for drinks and uh, it's only been like two weeks but I thought when there's wine in the house I'm always tempted to say oh, I just open the bottle and have a glass and then you end up having a glass every evening and uh, so I have not been having a glass every evening and I met my friend last night I said oh do you want to go to the pub she's like yay I was like yeah and we had a very funny uh, few hours in which and you know when you know that someone is just like meant to be in your life and we were talking about how um, teachers <laughs> address classes now and they tend to avoid trying to say boys and girls and 
then we got on to how you might say people some teachers say right listen up people um and i was saying how my old french teacher madame willie i know right uh, when we first like had her for us and she went right you need to get over this yes my surname is willie all right <laughs> but she would always start with bonjour la classe and then we say bonjour madame willie so um that led us to how the head teacher uh, when he addresses parents carers people that look, look after children um he often says sons and daughters and some people don't like it because they're like why don't you say daughters and son or they would prefer you just say children anyway <laughs> i went sons and daughters and if you're now going love and laughter tears and sadness and happiness then we need to be friends because it's quite niche sons and daughters because it was an australian soap opera that used to be on at lunchtime i guess during the 90s not everyone like my friend is a few years younger than me and it, you know sometimes it's just those few years that means that you don't have the same cultural references so just the delight i wanted to leap across the table and kiss her but i didn't um i did hold her hand i was so pleased so we shared a bottle of wine and then we had a one more no more and i got in at midnight but what i noticed was that as we were drinking my sinuses were starting to fill up like i felt coldy and alcohol does do that i think it provokes a histamine response in your body something like that so it did make me think ah i can actually feel how i'm being poisoned <laughs> uh, but it was very nice wine and so i carried on and then i woke up this morning and thought ah so i'm going to share with you um not not so hungover that i can't be productive because i've done a work call and everything walked both the dogs together vinnie caught two pheasants the delight on that dog's face um, I'm going to share with you a poem that is in my book, I Need a Wife, um, and it's called You're Going to Pay for That Last Drink. Hangover cure. I'm not sure one even exists. There's no quick fix when you've got pissed. No magic wand for a pounding head, no pill to lift you from your bed and stop the pain when you awake of raging thirst plus bellyache. You are alive but look like death with pinhole eyes and dragon breath. Coffee, water, Nurofen, you take them all and wonder when you'll feel all right. But you must wait. That just one more has sealed your fate. The hangover is here to stay and wants to stick around all day. It makes you sweat. It makes you think you'll never touch another drink. Until later, when you're feeling fine and someone opens up the wine. Well, I won't be having one later because I'm at home tonight and there is no wine in the house. Um... But tomorrow we are going to a friend's 50th birthday party. All right. Um, it's a joint 50th for him and 18th for his daughter. No kids allowed. Exciting times. I will sound very bunged up on Sunday, I reckon. So what do I hope for you? I hope that you discover a beautiful connection with one of your friends that demonstrates to you why they are in your life.
Thank you for being here for the podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please give it a share. If you know someone that's hung over and would like a poem uh, so that they feel heard, then uh, send this across to them. I will be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye. And welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, it's not just you. It is also me. Well, as you can probably tell from my voice, I am a little bit hungover. No headache. Um, Just that ugh, feeling that comes with oh, red wine. Oh, for God's sake. Um, so let's unpack that, shall we? Many things to discuss. Firstly, it was our first night away from the children in about eight years. That is way overdue, way overdue. So first things first, very, very, very nice to be able to go and stay in a hotel. Well, it was, well, a pub with rooms um, with my husband. Just lovely and made us think, well, now we've done it once, uh, we can do it again because we came home and the house was still intact and everyone was still alive. And, <laughs> and the dogs had uh, not destroyed the house. So happy days. Um, just for clarity, our children were looking after the dogs. We didn't leave the dogs overnight in the house by themselves and expect them to let themselves out and <laughs> feed themselves. Anyway, so um, go to this hotel slash pub with rooms. Uh, the bird in hand on the A4, if you want to know. Very nice. Very nice. Um, and my husband said to me before we went, he said, oh, don't, we don't have to get ready before we go because we've got time to get ready when we get there. I thought, good, this is lovely. So um, went there, got ready. I decided to wear my Gucci heels that my kids say are flexor shoes. Um, and I say, I bought them second hand, which makes me very worthy. But I really like them. Uh, they're actually surprisingly comfy. And then my husband said, right, well, it's only a five minute walk. I went, what? What the fuck? What? Walk? What do you mean walk? He said, yeah, it's just a five minute walk. Oh, what? But, but sh my shoes. <laughs> And he's wearing his Doc Martins that have been worn in. He's broken them in and they're extra comfy. He's in his Doc Martins. I'm in a pair of Gucci heels and we're walking along the A4. If you don't know the A4, you may not be familiar with um, southeast of England or the UK at all. Hello, listeners overseas. Let's just say it's an A road. So people are doing 60, 70. Um, and there was a pavement. So it is designed to be walked alongside. But Jesus wept. I was like, right, fine. So we walked there. It was OK. It was all right. I could cope. I got to practice walking in heels again. And it was so, so nice to see our friends. Oh, my God. Um, and it was so nice. And for those of you 
that are like me in your uh, late 40s, 50s. You know, we've been to too many funerals already and it was really nice to meet up with everybody at a celebration. So a delayed 50th for our friend and um, it was just lovely. There were people there that, one couple I, I realised it had been six years that I hadn't seen them because the last time I saw them was when their youngest son was born. Um, and, and another friend, oh God, like 15, 18 years. And it was lovely to go, let's see a picture of your kids, how they're getting on, what are they up to? So some of our friends' children, like they're now moved in with their partners. They've been and gone to uni. They are on their second or third job. Um, it was just incredible to see and, and at the same time um, our friend who was marking his 50th was marking his daughter's 18th so you had these just 18 year olds being 18 you know like oh I remember that um, yeah so really nice. had a um, uh, I bumped into somebody uh, who said to our friend oh I know that woman um, yeah she did a talk at our work and that was bizarre finding out that someone who I had um, performed for their organisation um, is really good friends with our good friend. So funny, isn't it? How the world works. Funny how small it is. So um, that was really nice. And I had initially had a bit of a glass of Prosecco and then immediately my stomach said, no, 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 no. Don't do that. So I didn't do that. Um, but I did have a red wine, a red wine, a red wine and a red wine and the problem well the problem always is having too much red wine that is always the the issue um we did not have dinner before we went out there was a buffet but the buffet uh, opened once everyone had got properly stuck in you know how it is you have a couple of drinks and then someone has to get um, onto the uh, onto the DJ's mic and say, oh, ladies and gentlemen, the buffet is open. So um, yeah, it got to the point where I had a glass of water and a sit down for a bit, and then we had to walk back. And I was like, why aren't we getting a taxi? And I said, because it's five minutes away. So yeah, that was interesting. Getting back to the hotel slash pub with rooms. And if it's like, you're wobbling all over the place. You're nearly going to walk into the road. And I said, well, look at the shoes. And I couldn't take them off because I was walking on a pavement next to an A road. Um, so when we reached our destination, I did take my shoes off to walk across the courtyard. Oh, my God, my feet, they were so painful. Um, yeah, and it, it kind of... There's a part of me that thinks, is this it? Is this where the drinking has to stop? I mean, I wasn't anywhere near as leathered as I have been in my 20s. Oh, God. I mean, nobody wants to see that again. Um, but, yeah, you know, when you get that, what do they call it? Like a post alcohol shame or regret or you think mm, if I hadn't have had that last glass <laughs> I, I could have I may still complain bitterly about walking back and uh, saying that I wanted a taxi please and thank you um, 
the buffet was very nice, by the way. I must say that we did have something to eat, even though it came too late. Um, yeah, so I don't know. What do you recommend? Um, I did do what had been recommended by listener Gemma, thank you, um, and I took an antihistamine before we went out, and so I didn't feel my sinuses getting irritated while we were there, but definitely bunged up this morning. Uh, and then uh, when we got back, I attempted to assemble a lamp slash shelving unit that I've bought from Habitat, and it's terrible, and it involves fiddly screws that don't fit, and I'm going to return it. Um, so, what do I hope for you? I hope that you get to see some old friends. Just the joy of that. It was so nice going, oh my god, you haven't changed. So, uh, I mean, we're all older, but we all still look the same. And it was nice to be in their company. Um, but yeah, maybe next time I'll have a Diet Coke. We'll see. Uh, thank you for being here for the podcast. And I will be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye. And welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself so you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and go, no, it's not just you. It is also me. So inset day for the kids today. And naturally, they don't want us to do anything with them whatsoever. Um, It was funny yesterday evening because... You know how your kids don't want to speak to you? If you've got teenagers, they don't want to speak to you. Not really. Well, they only want to speak to you when they want to speak to you. They don't want to speak to you when you want to speak to them. Um, my daughter was saying that she required a haircut a day or so ago, a couple of days ago. And I was uh, doing one of my usual martyr moments. But I was like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, my husband gets his haircut. He does that. Goes to the barbers. Only he has to do that. The other three heads in this house, I have to organise. That is somehow my job. But I'm conscious that we each put ourselves in our own position in our families. So, uh, yeah, I'd had a bit of a moan about it and she went, fine, fine, I don't need my hair cut. And um, then I thought, oh, I could do it. I'll give them a call because maybe I can get them in Friday daytime. And... uh, I went to say to my daughter, hey, look, I'll call the hairdressers in the morning. And when I knocked on her door, she was like, what? What do you want? Go away, no. And then I said, well, I thought I could book you a haircut. I am just saying. And a couple of minutes later, there's a little tapping on my bedroom door. Oh, yeah, actually, that'd be really lovely. Please and thank you. Hmm. So we're both going to get our haircut on this lovely sunny day. And uh, of course, got nowhere to go this evening. As is the way with haircut timing, I'm going out tomorrow night. Always do this. You should only book your haircut for the day when you have plans, then you'll look amazing. And now Luna is trying to um, get me to pay attention to her. So kids want nothing to do with us. The boy wonders taking himself off out to play football and then come back i'm like are you going anywhere else no do you want to come with us to town no 
fair enough. So the girl and I will get an hour to ourselves and that'll be nice. I have the other poem that I promised you. So the request that I had yesterday, it popped up on Facebook, it's from my sister. Um, it popped up and then disappeared and I couldn't find it, but it was back today. And she set me a task. Um, she said, can I write a poem that contained the following elements? Bedwetting, hangovers, oversleeping, new baby, and inflation. So, I'm never one to shy away from Poetry Challenge. This is what I came up with, and I've given the poem the title, What Happened Last Night? What happened last night? I've woken up feeling that something's not right. A pneumatic drill is in my head, and I think I may have wet the bed. Oh wait, hang on, now I recall I went to the pub and drank it all before drinks respond to the rise in inflation. Then I got a taxi at the station and spoke to the driver and maybe, just maybe, told him I'd love another baby. But now it's the morning and I feel like weeping as I'm late for work due to oversleeping. I'm peering at the face of my daughter as she says to me, Mummy, you've spilt your water. Thank Christ for that. I'd feared the worst. I spilled my drink with my 3am first. So it's not all that bad. The sheets can go in the wash. But what am I going to tell my boss? Dana, can you rhyme wash with boss? I don't know. But hey, this was a can you write a poem? Quick draw challenge. And there is my response. What do I hope for you? hope that if you go out for drinks this weekend you don't wake up in that kind of state. I hope that the sun is shining where you are or will be shining over the weekend. I hope as I sit here scratching Luna 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 Luna's chest that um, you get some um, what do they call it? Unconditional love. I hope you get a bit of unconditional love over the weekend. That is all for today. Short and sweet, because I'm going for a short back and sides. No, just a trim, just a trim. And I will be back with you tomorrow. Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and go, oh, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, it's not just you. It is also me. I'm in the shed and I've put the bucket of sticks outside the shed door in the hope that it will stop Luna coming inside. Um, this is also being brought to you by a woman that is wearing high-waisted jeans for the second time, because I did wear these earlier in the week, <laughs> in, oh, I don't know, decades I have been told about the joy of high-waisted jeans and I thought, I've been wearing, you know, like mid-rise since I had the kit before. I think I used to wear hipsters and then had the children. Hipsters became not an option. So yeah, mid-rise it had been for a while. But went to TK Maxx, got a love bit of TK Maxx and saw that they had some high-waisted jeans on sale and I thought well why not try them on amazing so comfy uh until you eat something anyway 
I was going to talk to you about two things. One is, oh my goodness, what a bin fire is uh, our government at the moment. The sentence didn't really make sense, did it? Hmm. What? Hmm. Have you seen what a bin fire the government is? How about that? Or there is a right old bin fire going on on Downing Street. I'm just like... I can't be surprised anymore, I suppose, until, until Radio 4, Miriam Margulies <laughs> drops the F-bomb. Love it. Saying something about Jeremy Hunt that many people would have loved to said. And I think she um, is someone who's got to the point where they've said, uh, I'm old enough to just say what I like, please and thank you. And I've been... Um, a fan of hers for quite a while. She gave an interview with, who was it? Might have been, yeah, Louis Theroux did a series of lockdown interviews and he interviews her and it's very funny. So yeah, definitely, if you're not aware of what she said, um, just look it up online. I know you know how to use the internet. So that was one thing that made me go, well, that was surprising. Um, so there was that. And the other thing was, is I mentioned a while ago that I'm not really drinking at home. And I thought, I'll just see if it breaks a habit for me, which it has done. I think it's been a month, maybe three weeks, four weeks, something like that. And what are the things that I have noticed? One thing is that it was definitely habitual where you're like, well, there's a bottle of wine open, uh, might as well have a glass. And well, I'm having my dinner and so I might as well have a glass. Um, and you think, oh, you know, it's a Thursday or a Tuesday and it's six o'clock, so I might as well have a glass. And not anything, I guess, worrying in that. It's not like, ooh, there's a wine the day, let's open the vodka and drink half of it. But um, it was definitely a habit. So I thought, let's see, let's see if I can break it. And I think I have. And uh, I've noticed a couple of things. So it was definitely habitual. And it hasn't done anything for, you know, I and I've read this a lot about when people stop drinking altogether they uh there's been uh, there's a number of accounts that i follow um of people who there's a woman who does sober in bristol she's got a really good account and people have said it doesn't make my skin look any better um i haven't lost a ton of weight um i'm not springing around with renewed energy and that would be the same for me but we are in that kind of lurgy season kids went back to school everybody caught everything and I've still been feeling a bit run down. So I had a run two days ago and yeah, still a bit like, oh, a bit tired from that. But what I have noticed is despite the fact that I don't have tons more energy, I don't have glowing skin, um, I am having mad dreams, absolutely vivid Vivid, vivid, vivid dreams. So, um, yeah, markedly so. I've always been someone that has peculiar dreams, but maybe it's just that I wake up and I guess maybe, I don't know, I am sleeping better. So maybe I'm getting much more deep, 
deep sleep. That has been the thing I have observed. Um, and I guess in terms of, oh, here she comes, seeing if the experiment works. It, now, see, Luna has come in here. She said, I'm looking for the sticks. And she's looking in the place where the sticks live. Oh, but she, oh, she's putting her little nose underneath the workbench. And she's like, where are the sticks? She hasn't realised that I've moved the bucket outside. Interesting. Habit, you see. Her habit would be come in, find the bucket, extract a stick that is of just the right proportions, take it outside. Ah, there you are. So, um, yeah, um, I think I'm sleeping better. I'm having mad dreams um, and then just having a drink if I go out. And I am meeting a friend this evening for drinks. So let's see if I have a terrible night's sleep where I don't dream at all. Be interesting. Um, and that's pretty much it. That's what I have for you. Swearing on Radio 4 and stopping drinking at home. What do I hope for you? I hope that you have an excellent night's sleep. And I mean, that is sleep, I think, is something that I've come to realise as I've got older, is a truly wonderful gift. So that's what I hope for you. If you enjoy the podcast, please give it a share. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye. And welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It is the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and say, thank God for that. It's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's not just you. It is also me. The results of my experiment are in. I did go out for drinks last night and had a very funny time. Really enjoyable. Um, took some measures to try to avoid getting horrendously drunk um had a little bit of a bread roll before going out went out early went out about six o'clock um and had some food and many drinks many thanks and then walked home so drove to the pub and then walked home it's about an hour's walk back um and having that time in the fresh air <laughs> although you know fresh air can hit you like a brick wall uh was most welcome and we had a little adventure because um we thought there was a rave so we were walking up this track and there was this tent and lots of fairy lights and lots of cars and raves do happen out in the sticks often in underpasses um we've cycled through one previously me and my husband um so they do occur but there wasn't very much music so i thought maybe it's a silent disco rave anyway we've walked along this track and we've been a little bit nosy sort of looking but we didn't you know get too close and then we've turned to walk away and we're like jabbering away to each other um and then we can hear someone shouting and we're like are they shouting at us? And this woman came running up. She went, oh, I thought you were runners because of your head torch. It's <laughs> like, no, we're two pissed women in our 40s that are walking back from the pub in the dark. And um, it was, what was it? We were home before 11 o'clock. So these are all things that can help you to avoid waking up feeling like you have been through the ringer. Uh, eating beforehand, having a meal while you're out, 
and um, finishing early. So we were, yeah, we must have left about quarter to ten um, and then having a nice hour of moving your body and getting fresh air before getting in the house. Um, but, you know, let's let's be clear about these things. I was um, definitely well over the limit. And I'll tell you what, I've mentioned this before, actually, I think um, there was a moment when I went to pay the bill and I felt extremely lucid. I felt sober. And it's when you have had a lot of wine and you feel sober, that's the point at which you know I'm definitely drunk. Um, so it was a really lovely evening. And then what happened? I woke up this morning and I had not had a good night's sleep. I was sort of waking up in the night, tossing and turning, um, still some slightly mad dreams. I can't quite remember what they were about. But yeah, so the theory holds true that you do definitely get a much better night's sleep if you don't have a drink. And I think there is that cumulative effect so I didn't have a drink for a week. And so I had seven nights or six nights of sober sleep. Probably a good thing, really. I think your body is grateful for it. God, I did. I like I looked 100 when I, when I woke up. I woke up feeling better than I had had any right to feel. But I did feel a bit shady at about midday. I was like, mm, definitely need some more calories. But yeah, I looked in the mirror. I was like, oh, for God's sake. So, so yeah, maybe, maybe um, it's very dehydrating, isn't it? It is. Um, so that was that. That was the result of the experiment. I am due to be out this coming Saturday uh, at Friends for Drinks. And part of me thought, mm, maybe I will just have soft drinks. But. Who am I kidding? I'll probably have a few glasses of wine. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to ponder that one. Because uh, I did have six weeks off not so long ago. I don't know. Might do it again. Probably won't. We shall see. Do you even care? No. Um, one thing I have done, because um, I'm home alone at the moment. Lovely. Was I went onto the BBC website. Uh, to look at the newspaper headlines because you know the bin fire rages at number 10 and number 11 and um, it was funny just to look through I don't buy newspapers anymore because they make me feel depressed but Sunday Times pictures of Hunt uh, plotters circle wounded PM mm. the Sunday Telegraph uh, just a big picture of Jeremy Hunt and saying that oh he's got both of his fists balled interesting uh, the Mirror. Tories want Big Ben for PM. Wallace and Sunak could be back in bit to ditch trust. Hmm. They reckon she's out. Sunday Express. Secret plot to oust PM. The Observer. Tories and talks to oust trust. She's getting an ousting. The Sunday People. The worker we all want out is still somehow in number 10. The Daily Star <laughs> leads with the fairy whale of New York, uh, which is a story that Shane McGowan is scared of fairies. Jesus wept. Um, but they have uh, got um, bottom left hand corner of their front page. 
lettuce is odds on to beat Liz. Now, if you haven't seen this, and I'm conscious that not everyone listening is in the UK, um, the star, which I remember, used to have an ad that said, it's a right riveting read. Um, the star is doing a live stream of a lettuce next to a photograph of Liz Truss and just saying, which is going to last longer? <laughs> My money's on the lettuce. Um, so there you are. Um, I hope that you get the opportunity to enjoy some lovely autumn sun. That's what I hope for you today. Thank you for being here for the podcast. I will be back with you tomorrow. Bye-bye.